Cork is full of people who want to be the leader. Yes, they want to be the leader. The one who's out there influencing things, pushing things forward, getting their way. And that isn't all about Cork that I'd like you to bear in mind throughout the rest of this episode. I'd like you to remember that in addition to Cork being full of people who want to be the leader, it's also full of people who want to speak. They all like to have their voice heard, to be listened to, to have people pay attention to them. Everything that follows in the rest of this episode is built around the reality of what Cork people are like. In Cork, there are a lot of people who are practicing to be the leader, better leader, practicing to be better speakers. And a good number of those belong to an organization or are a member of a local club of people trying to get better at these kind of things and rise to the top of whatever milk they're floating in. And some of these people belong to Toastmasters. And I'm one of those people here, straight from Cork, straight from Toastmasters, if you like. Here are three versions of something I'm going to talk about this evening at Blarney Toastmasters. And just to put you in the picture, it's a contest. There can only be one winner. I'm up against three other shit-hot contestants. This speech had better be good. So I've been practicing, the, I've been rehearsing it. And so what you hear next is going to be the first rehearsal, the second rehearsal, the third rehearsal. Who knows, I might even record the actual thing itself. This is Paul O'Mani, Paul the Poet, welcoming you to Cork. This time tomorrow I'll either have won a speech contest at Toastmasters or someone else will have won. So I've been preparing a little bit this evening and I'd like to read you the speech that I'm going to make. It's called Your Hearing Aids and if you would like to give me some suggestions, pass some comments, I'd be very grateful. It's a development of an earlier version. The speech is called Your Hearing Aids. You know, unless you hear properly, it's impossible to speak well. Uh, Excuse me. Before I speak, I need to put my hearing aids in. Dear Toastmasters, my mother had excellent hearing all her life. She used to listen at keyholes. She kept in touch with her children's phone calls about important matters which might impinge on the extended family. She had phenomenal hearing. She once heard me and Brian Cox lighting up woodbine cigarettes behind the copper beech tree in our garden. She had patient hearing. She spent hours in the kitchen listening to me spout on about my beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings. She even asked me questions about my rants. My mother couldn't afford to buy hearing aids. Her hearing aid was the acute attention she paid to whatever I spoke about and the attentive ear she gave to others all her adult life. And what about you? 
The most important thing I know about you, I see written all over your face, deeply chiseled into your toastmasterly character, engraved. You love to be heard. You are no wallpaper. You are the leading actor in the Oscar-winning movie, My Dramatic Life. You are the linchpin. In your deepest heart, you want the person sitting next to you to wear hearing aids before they speak to you. You want them to listen to you as if their life depended on it. Today, you expressed it through your body language, the way you settled into your seat. It was as if you spoke to me. Paul, pay attention to me before you speak. Where are your hearing aids now? Isn't it so uplifting to be in the midst of a community of friends who listen to each other? Genuinely listen. Friends genuinely listen to you. Friends listen well. Imagine you're going to leave here and go out into the garden and hillside of a wider community. Imagine you're going to take your hearing aids with you, just as your best friends do. Imagine, like my mother, you have excellent, phenomenal and patient hearing. I must arise and go now and take my hearing aids out. Let me trust you to leave your hearing aids turned on. Let me trust you to listen well. Let me trust you to speak superbly. That's the end. That's all. That's it. The speech is to last between five and seven minutes. And this recording has taken me four minutes. Which is excellent. Because when you're making the speech, it takes longer. Anyway. Thank you very much for having left your hearing aids in. Good morning, lemur lovers, users, and people who are genuinely active in social audio. I'd be very grateful if I could say something to you and hear back from you what it sounds like. Uh, it's called Your Hearing Aids. Excuse me, before I speak, I need to put in my hearing aids. You know, unless you hear properly, it's impossible to speak well. Dear listeners, my mother had excellent hearing all her life. I know this because she used to listen at keyholes to keep in touch with her children's phone calls. I know this because she once caught me and Brian Cox lighting up cigarettes behind the copper beech tree in our garden. I know this above all because she spent hours in our kitchen listening to me going on about my beliefs. She even 
asked me questions that showed she paid attention to my rants. My mother didn't wear hearing aids. Her hearing aid was the acute attention she paid to what I was speaking about. You love to be heard. Not as wallpaper, but as the primary actor in your dramatic life, as if you are the linchpin on a shared stage. You want people to wear hearing aids before they speak to you, to show you're more than ambient noise. Today, you expressed it with your body language and eyes. You told me, Paul, pay attention to me before you speak. You have your own hearing aids in now. You want to be in the midst of a community of friends who listen to each other, genuinely listen. Friends listen to your deepest wish. You leave here and go out into a wider community. Attend, please, to your own hearing aids, as hopefully your best friends have done for you. Excuse me. It's time now to take out my hearing aids and trust you leave your hearing aids turned on. Are you wearing your hearing aids now? You know, unless you hear properly, it's impossible to speak well. Excuse me. Before I speak, I need to put my hearing aids in. Countess Chair and Toastmasters. My mother had excellent hearing all her life. She listened at keyholes. She kept in touch with her children's phone calls about important matters which might impinge on the extended family. She had phenomenal hearing. She once heard me and Brian Cox lighting up woodbine cigarettes behind the copper beech tree in our garden. She had patient hearing. She spent hours in the kitchen listening to me spout on about my beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings. She even asked me questions about my political rant that showed she'd been listening. My mother couldn't afford to buy hearing aids. Her hearing aid was the acute attention she paid to me whenever and however I spoke. Plus, the attentive ear she gave to others all her adult life. And what about you? The most important thing I know about you, I see written all over your face, deeply chiselled into your 
toastmasterly character engraved. You love to be heard. You're not wallpaper. You're the leading actor in the Oscar-winning movie, My Dramatic Life. You are the linchpin. In your deepest heart, you want the person sitting next to you to wear hearing aids before they speak to you. You want them to listen to you as if their life depended on it. Like my daughter said over spaghetti last night in the kitchen, Dad, all I want from you is your attention. That's what I call love. This evening, you expressed it through your body language. The way you settled into your seat. You wanted all of us speakers to pay attention to you, our audience. It was as if you spoke to me, Paul, pay attention to me before you speak. Where are your hearing aids now? Isn't it so uplifting to be in the midst of a community of friends who listen to each other, genuinely listen? Friends genuinely listen to you. Friends listen well. Imagine you're going to leave here and go out into the garden and hillside of a wider community. Imagine you're going to take your hearing aids with you, just as your best friends do. Imagine, like my mother, you have excellent, phenomenal and patient hearing. I must arise and go now and take my hearing aids out. Let me trust you to leave yours in, turned on. Let me trust you to listen well. Let me trust you to speak superbly.